Hi everyone, this is Katherine Adams and Elizabeth Wallace, and we're recapping Welcome to Night Vale, episode 58, Monolith. We're going to go listen to the episode, and as always, we encourage you to go listen to it, because when we come back, we're going to spoil the hell out of it. See you in a couple minutes. Christmas episode. I can't believe yeah. they actually did a festive Christmas episode. Although, of course, with Welcome to Night Vale, festive is a little bit different. Oh. Festive is sort of a relative term when it comes to Night Vale. So, but you know, <laughs> I was actually impressed that they used the word Christmas at all. And at Christmas time, however, you know, because it's like Halloween, they say Merry Christmas, and Christmas, they say, Hey, check the store for Halloween gifts. You mm-hmm. know, I thought they were just going to be contrary all the way to the end of the year, but no, they actually said Christmas. Yeah, it, it was a topical episode episode as well, because of course, well, it starts out with a monolith appearing in front of City Hall, which Cecil is delighted. He thinks it's wonderful. I mean, a 15 foot tall, two foot thick block of stone appearing in front of City Hall. He thinks it's wonderful. Just such a holiday message. But we ended up getting a lot of protests from Night Vale from people who were... It's sort of... not not the separation of church and state, the separation of long-dead worship of old gods, you know. And I state. guess they don't say the word church, so. I don't know. Don't know. They don't actually have any churches in Nightville, do they? No, they never mention churches. Do they mention temples? That seems like more of a Nightville thing. It's like some kind of long abandoned scary as hell temple someplace. I, it almost seems like in Night Vale it's all mostly outdoor sort of worship with monoliths and bloodstones and pyramids yeah. and all sorts and of things thing like that. and that was the thing that got me. When I saw that the episode was called Monolith I thought, oh, I'm, we've had the monolith before, but no, we've had the pyramid. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that people would go worship from time to time and it wouldn't always turn out well, I guess it was the brownstone circle or something, yep. or the brownstone something. something I remember like that. that, you know. Know, that that same word being repeated like a gazillion times very creepily so yeah what know, about but, what yeah. about the uh, the shape and grove park was that something that people circled around to worship or was that just another havoc causing thing in night vale? another havoc causing thing you weren't supposed to pay attention to it in fact it caused problems because cecil was talking about it on the episode and he was wondering why it was moving up on the radio station They're like because you're talking about it you need to stop but, yeah <laughs> What else happened in the episode? We actually got to hear a little bit more about conversations with Carlos, who's Yay, trapped also, in the other um, dimension. But No, no. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Carlos doesn't want Cecil to say that he's trapped there anymore because yeah. he doesn't feel trapped because it is the most scientifically interesting place he's ever been. Of course, mm. my heart is sinking every time he says that. because I know, he, but it's it's not too bad because... Carlos is still sort of lacklusterly searching for the door to get back to Night Vale, but when he finds that door, he wants Cecil to come through and visit him and meet Doug and Alicia, and they show him the constellations, which the constellations change every day, and Cecil said, well, it sounds nicer than when I was there, so maybe? And he also says he hasn't had a vacation since... Lufnarp? Was it Lufnarp? He mentioned Lufnarp and Zwitz. So that was ever since his European vacation that he can't remember a whole lot of. That's the last time that he went out of town. So maybe we could have maybe a vacation, at the very least, a field trip. I would like, you know, Carlos and Cecil to be able to actually see each other again sometime. That would be nice. But it really... I think think Cecil's getting very tired of the long-distance relationship. I know, and Carlos is... 
uttering platitudes, of course. He's saying, you know, when God closes a door, he opens a window, and then God kicks a pine cone down the street and chews lots of gum because God recently quit smoking, and he is really edgy. <laughs> it's, it's a very old saying. Everybody knows that oh, one, I'm Oh, sure. absolutely, yeah. Hang on, hang on. Cat, no, what are you doing? Why, why now? No, here, you want the box. <laughs> Pause for a moment whilst Elizabeth's cat decides she wants to be on the Welcome to Night Bell podcast, too. Honest to God. She's been ignoring me for days, and now she's like, no, pay attention to me. Pay attention to me. Uh, What else was happening in the episode? Uh, The sponsor today was Silent Reflection. And you know, yeah. it was a, a nice long discussion about you know being able to silently reflect on yourself. So we'll have a moment of silent reflection. That went on for about 30 seconds, I think. So that was, I mean, he wasn't, not music in the background, dead silence in the podcast. Yeah, but we came back yeah. and Cecil was like, how long do you think that was? Ah, it was two weeks. You've been pronounced legally dead. Your family misses you. But hey, you've got a new life to start kind of living outside of the law. Good luck. <laughs> so great. All right. Great. That's uh, awesome. Let's see. We had some sports talk. Oh, I love the sports talk. Well, yeah. Well, for one thing, Malik Herrera still doesn't exist. So I no, think I his, his team got disqualified in a lot of stuff because he was breaking the rules about, you know, not existing and not being able to participate yeah. if you don't exist. So... But it seems like Coach uh, Nazir al-Mujahid has his hands full, too. He's got one of the young starters. He's finally managed to show him how to hold the ball with his own hands and to throw the ball with his own arms, not other people's arms. So I can understand that it'd be a tough thing to teach people how to do. But the best news, the best news of all... Yeah, their star quarterback got drafted to this college, and Cecil tries pronouncing it... Mick, 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 Mick again, Mich, Mich, Michigan. And he has a lot of trouble with that one. He's, but he's not familiar with sports, so he doesn't know all these teams. You yeah, know, yeah. But uh, talking about Mick again or Michigan or however he, you know, tries to pronounce it, and their uh, rival, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Another one of those schools that nobody's ever really heard of, I'm sure. But you know, <laughs> yeah, he said that well. must be that must be a private school. So I, just, yeah, I thought that was cute. Yeah, yeah that was adorable. But then we go back to the monolith, and the secret sheriff, secret police have kind of corralled all of the protesters away. But now that the monolith is levitating and vibrating, uh, it's starting to freak out the sheriff, secret police, who don't really seem like all that courageous a bunch anyway. <laughs> but they're totally <laughs> just pushing all the protesters at it. Like, no, no, I think you should protest louder and closer. You need to get closer to it because they're just wanting to see what happens at this point. And uh, what what actually what actually happens is that it's shaking more and it's starting to glow and it's glowing mm-hmm. through the walls of the radio station. So mm-hmm. Cecil is preparing to not be a corporeal being anymore. So he takes us to the weather. The weather, yeah, yeah. which was nice. Good. Which yeah. was a, a really a harsh uh, electric guitar beat. And yeah. the band was, I think you've got it written down. The Rizzos. The song was called Anything I Want You To. And just like a like a real traditional kind of rock sort of beat. I've got a coworker who told me at one point that all rock really only has four chords. But I'm like, I don't know what that means. I'm a violinist. I'm doing good if I know what key I'm playing in. So go away with your talk about chords. Chords, no yeah. Nope, yeah. Sorry, can't focus on that really, but... Yep. I couldn't really 
really hear the lyrics very well, could you? No, it was. I was looking up during the song to try to find the lyrics somewhere, but uh, I couldn't find them printed out. So I liked the song. I would just like yeah, to kind of nice. like to know what they were saying during the song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we came back, and. The monolith head split open and everyone's terrified. And, and then suddenly comes out there's, of the monolith? Yeah, there's presents everywhere. You know, <laughs> gold wrapped presents, beautiful, wonderful things all over the place. It's just a Christmas miracle. And Cecil's got a rant about a little bit about that. So. He's very annoyed, he really is, because it's kind of a mean thing to do in a city that long ago abolished materialism. They don't go in for any of that kind of nonsense with silk scarves and presents and gift certificates to places like the Ralphs and hatred. No, seriously, which one of the gift certificates was to hatred. hatred. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, he, he's very annoyed and he has to rant about it and he's very irritated that whoever set up this monolith made this whole mess that they had to spend all that time cleaning up and dragging it all to the landfill. But, you know, yep, the yep. city council, which, of course, had spent the entire time off in a tropical location partying and communicating by Skype, well, they came back yeah. to commiserate with everybody. He said they bravely came back when they found uh, out that the monolith uh, was uh, done. So, And I think uh -huh. you said you wanted to see some uh, some fan art of the uh, city council at some point. At one point early in the episode, it talked about how they had kind of communicated via Skype, and they were all speaking in unison, and they were all in a tropical location, all wearing floppy hats and matching bright colors, and all sipping through long, twisty straws out of one pineapple. I'm like... There's an image right there. Just, they're all completely straight-faced, but they're all dressed the same. And they all, you know, the straws, of course, would be twisting all over the place in crazy directions and everything. So, yeah, I need to do that myself. But in case I don't get to it, if any other fan artist wants to do it and send it to us, yay! One of these days, we are going to have somebody send us fan art that they made just because they heard us say it. I'm holding out hope. I think yep, it could happen. It should be, because I think, I think your plan for fan art at this point is the city council. I want to see a uh, coyote-faced college student maybe walking with a freshman wearing a plague mask. Oh, yeah. You know, I that, like that. That's yeah, my dream. I want to see that. Yeah. One day, one day. But actually, speaking of fan art, so nice. I managed to find these were top-rated on Tumblr. So let me take a look at it. The first one, and we'll post uh, links to all of these. Yes. Uh, first one is by Tumblr user Zen um, <laughs> Zenamirts, Z-E-N-A-M-I-A-R-T-S, Tumblr user. Don't worry, we'll post links. Yeah, we'll be posting links. It is the song, uh, I'll Be Home for Christmas. Uh, done, of course, in visual format, and you see Carlos off in the desert, other world, talking with Cecil and smiling wistfully over the phone, and then you see Erica hanging up some mistletoe and a present to Cecil from Steve on the tree, and then he's oh. holding a, you've got Cecil holding Kashik, who's got a patch over one eye and has spikes and tentacles and everything. It's very sweet. I it's like adorable. this. I love Especially the last line is, you know, if only in my dreams. Only in my dreams and as you see the two silhouettes near the Arby's parking lot so oh, I just which it all sounds it sounds like almost sappy but you have to see it somehow they've made this beautiful traditional Christmas song beautiful but slightly sinister you know? it's really, <laughs> it's, I liked it's, it. it's Night Vale it has to be sinister but oh absolutely yeah definitely. but the uh, the next piece that I found was by Sunny Chespin Tumblr user 
and it is uh, done in the style of a lot of the official Welcome to Night Vale posters with a lot of the black and the purple and stark, you know, divides of uh, the color there. And it is a picture of Erica standing behind Cecil, only Cecil is represented by one of those old-time radio microphones. Yes. And, uh, and the uh, tagline written over this is, and he was holding a cat. Welcome to Night Vale. <laughs> and he's holding Kashik, of course. So that's beautiful. I like this very much. It's one of my favorite styles of fan art. And the very last one, which you'll have to click on and uh, take a look at yourself, it's animation. It is... It's uh, so impressive. Okay, it is the Tumblr user Cherry Art, C-H-E-R-I-I-A-R-T, and it is... Uh, Cherry Art and Kali collaborating on an animation project for the college that they're going to, and it is the opening bars and opening lines from Welcome to Night Vale done with an animated style, and it's really awesome. You know, it's it very just cool. impressed me right down to the ground. I mean, it's very, it's very quick. It's like not even a minute long. You should definitely take a look because they did fun things with the audio too, like the audio changes, like sometimes it's Cecil and then sometimes it's coming out of an old radio and strange eyes opening in the dark. It's really very well done. Mm -hmm. It's I hope to see more. Yes, definitely. But but that was all I collected, so please submit some more to us. One of these days we will start getting fan art because we're addicted and we'll keep asking yeah. for it. Yes, we will. Or, you know, we might just finally get around to doing our own. One day. <laughs> one day. It'll ridiculous happen. Ridiculous idea. Yeah, I don't know. But this was the very last Welcome to Night Vale episode of 2014, and thus the very last Welcome to Night Vale recap episode of 2014. Yes. So the two of us are going to be in Florida for um, uh, Christmas, or I was going to say some Night Vale form of it, but no, Christmas, whatever. But we're a little more materialistic with our Christmas than Night Vale is. Absolutely, so. yes. Yes, yes but, uh, and I have no problem with that whatsoever. But, but yeah, we'll we'll be there, and we will. We hope that everybody has a really great holiday season, no matter what you're celebrating. Yep, you know? and a happy New Year to you as well, because it'll probably be New Year's before we uh, you hear from us again. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we've got one episode coming out right on New Year's Day, so a week or so later you'll have an episode from us depending on how hard we partied on new year's yes exactly very true but that's going to wrap it up but we will talk to you guys in a couple weeks all right talk to you later